This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back to Kelly and Company. And in this hour, we check in with independent living skills specialist Leanne Barda and with disabilities from the classroom with Danielle McLaughlin on Know Your Rights a little later on in the hour. Kelly McDonald here with Romeo Muthen. And it's time, as we like to do on Mondays and Tuesdays, to visit with one of our community reporters. Annette Dennis joins us with some news from London, Ontario today. Annette, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing fairly well. How are you guys doing? Not bad. It's a, it seems hey, to be a busy, busy, active show today, Ramya. Yes, absolutely. Lots, awesome. uh, always lots to talk about. You might want to sit back though and take it easy a little bit and maybe watch a show or go check out an exhibition. Maybe um, you know, kind of be your own late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds detective. You want to talk about Murdoch Mysteries, where we get transported behind the scenes, Annette, uh, of this internationally acclaimed show that we've seen on our TV for, what are they now, 14 seasons? Something crazy like that? I think they're at the 16th now. I don't know if they wow. just started filming. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like that long ago that yeah, it was just starting out. So, yeah, so this, I thought this was really intriguing and, and um, a fun little uh, something to take in in our area. Um so it's called Murdoch Mysteries, the exhibition, and it is taking place at um, the museum, which is located at 10 King Street West in Kitchener, Ontario. Now it opened on November 12th and runs through February of next year. Um, their hours um, are 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Thursday through Sunday, but they have uh, Wednesdays. They are open from 10 until 8. Um, so just the, the basic uh, idea of this, it, the exhibition aims to transport us um, behind the scenes of the, the TV show. Um, so uh, people will be able to immerse themselves in the fascinating history, science, and fashion of the series, explore what it takes to bring the, sh- uh, the world of Murdoch mysteries to life, um, you know, through the, the costumes, steampunk style inventions and authentic set recreations. Um, and they're also going to have um, entertaining interactive experience. So that sounds kind of intriguing for, I can just imagine what sort of fun things they can come up with for there. So this should really appeal to those, you know, fans of history in general, fans of the show. And I imagine even fans of the books that got this whole thing started way back in the day. So really um, interesting. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting because, you know, when the series started, I didn't feel so much like it was going year by year by year as you do kind of now as it progressed into different activities of history and following history in Toronto as the backdrop of the show, where now I really, you know, and again, I I don't watch as many episodes as I used to, um, definitely, Mm -hmm. but still always like that kind of feel about the show, also having the privilege of being on their set uh, back in in the day uh, to do uh, to shoot a story, um, it was really fascinating to see how they tried and were making sure as much as possible to bring exactly what you described to the audience. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That reminds me. I'd love to go back and, and watch that. I remember when you did that. Um, yeah, this the the Murdoch Mysteries is such an interesting. Like it's it's funny to think of our you know little Toronto you know the. You know, from start to finish, it's it's 
such a local thing to, and it's the fans are just amazing if you do go on their website and it's it's kind of fun to see that um so yeah this is something fun a little bit different to do um now the prices range um from 14.95 for adults uh under 12 10.95 uh, 55 and older 7.99 students 12.95 um, and they, they do have family pass for $39.95. As also Wednesdays, they have a special rate of $7.99. And um, folks can, uh, if they're interested, they can book online or you can actually call or email if you have, if you'd rather do it over the phone, if you have issues um, with their, you know, registering on online or whatever. Awesome. What we'll do is we'll put that up on the blog, of course, at ami.ca slash Co. And uh, make sure that people can go check it out there, any of the information out there in the KW area. And boy, folks, if you do have any interest, please make sure. It's, it's, a, it's a fun time. And, Annette, your second item, uh, the Holly Jolly Holiday Market in London. Yeah, so this is coming up really fast. Uh, I guess, yeah, it's hard to believe we're at, nearing the end of November already. So this takes place uh, Friday, December 2nd through Sunday, December 18th, running Thursday through Sundays um, at the Covent Garden Market, which is 130 King Street here in London. And it's a free event um, to, you know, to, to browse through. Um, so, and it's taking place, the outdoor Rotary Square uh, is going to be transformed into a magic holiday village that will be complete with uh, Santa's house, uh, light installations, which sounds really, really fabulous, um, uh, artisan vendor huts, uh, food vendors. They're going to have live entertainment, kids' craft corner, uh, a hot chocolate station with all the fixings, which includes, cool. of course, marshmallows, candy canes, and uh, whipped cream. Um, there's going to be a, a licensed uh, cocktail garden area with fire pits. So that's something a bit different to do with your friends. Um, horse dr- horse, and carriage rides. Um, and uh, this year, for the first time, they're going to have a big Christmas tree. And the hours for that are Thursday 2 to 7, uh, Friday 12 to 9, with the exception of opening night until 10, Saturday 2 to 9, Sunday 11 to 5. And with that, they're also going to have an indoor market, which will take on the up, will be at the upper level. And um, so there's going to be 30 vendors there. And as you can imagine, there's going to be, you know, lots of local um, homegrown things from food to stocking stuffers and everything in between. And their hours, Thursday 2 to 7, Friday 12 to 7, Saturday 10 to 7, and 11 to 5 on Sundays. And with the, oh, just a quick note, with the free horse and carriage rides, I, I think this is something very new this year. Um, it's going to be between the Victoria Park and the Covent Garden Market. And that's going to be Thursdays from 2 to 7 and Sundays 10 to 5. But that's just specifically between December uh, 8th and December 18th. And that's that's nice, you know, for especially little kids who want to get a chance to go with the, you know, with mom or dad or and ride over. It's enough of a little ride over to Victoria Park and, and should be safe enough. I, I always worry, you know, you put horse and buggy on the same roads as vehicles, you get a little nervous. Um, but I also like the fact that the way it's designed over there, it gets people a chance to go into the market area outside and kind of feel for people in Toronto. I know most of you have that big distillery district event where the big tree is there. So it, it's really nice to see them using this area in a re-envisioned way, uh, especially since we've struggled with the downtown and you know, them wanting to try to get people to feel safer. Annette, before you move on to the next item, the last item, I got to ask, so with that hot chocolate station, 
Are you taking all of that? The 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 like the candy cane, the cream, and the marshmallows. Um, why not? Right? Yeah, I'm that type mm-hmm. of person where I'll put marshmallows in my hot chocolate, and yep. then I'll go and add some more. <laughs> so it's yeah. basically marshmallows with a bit of hot chocolate. I won't but do yeah, the, definitely the, the, whipped the cream candy, and candy cane. cane. Yeah, see, I won't do the candy I, cane. You, you don't like the peppermint? I used to do that. I used to kind of stir it in and watch it melt. Yeah. How about you, Amuda? So good. Um, I don't on purpose melt my marshmallows anymore, but it is nice to have the melty marshmallows at the end. In oh, nice hot chocolate. Ooh. The little guys, oh, not the big a, ones. I just had a memory of burning dip. my tongue when I was little. That's awful. We won't go, oh, yeah. we won't go there. No. <laughs> Always let it cool first. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, but the the thing is too with any anything festive now, I or like around this season, I go looking for biscottis. So it's oh. not just about yeah. Wow. Not just really? about hot cocoa. I know. Good heavens. Uh, Annette, do you want to talk about the the lighting of the uh, lights in Victoria Park since we've mentioned Victoria Park? Yeah, yeah. So this kind of ties in together. Um, For folks who know, they know. Um, So the lighting of the lights in Victoria Park is happening Friday, December 2nd this year. And um, the live entertainment starts at 6.15, and then they do the big countdown and the lighting at 6.50. Um, And so it's over 75,000 lights. Um, in the park nightly beginning that night until so they turn them on at 5 through 11 p.m. and again this year they're doing it till the end of February and that's new I think last year usually you know New Year's Eve boom you're done but now they will keep the lights on which is kind of nice till the end of February. Um, I think they started that over the pandemic just because people needed to pick me up. I believe that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And I think it must've been really popular and cause you get, you know, you always think you're going to, if you don't get down there the next thing, you know, Christmas has come and gone and you're like, I didn't get down to see blight. So yeah. And they'll have the typical stuff down there, including um, for a place where kids can drop off their, their wish list for the North pole. So, um, and then they also have the, the city hall observation deck, which is open just for that particular month and the hours they can people, People can uh, go and check your your blog for for the particular hours where you can go and do that if you want to do that until the end of love December it. for them. I do love the the any of the lighting festivities that happen around this time, and there's uh, so many around Ontario. Some of the bigger ones that more people are aware of, like you know Niagara's Festival of Lights, and then um, other ones like this, where locally people get so interested and and love to go support. Right, Annette. Oh, absolutely. And and there really are folks, you know, you just look it up and there are a lot of small communities will have them. So it's really fun to check out the different and even within the city, you always have those neighborhoods and, and, and houses that they get really into the, the, the decoration and the lights for sure. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of properties I've noticed too over the last few years where people invest in it, people who have done it for years and they have a ton of lights and it's something they like to do. And they they have the right property where people can stay in their cars, especially as they re-envision this with the pandemic and really enjoy the lights with their families. Um, lots of really cool things. Santa's mailbox and you got all sorts of stuff there in Victoria Park uh, that, uh, that uh, people can see in the other displays, Santa and his uh, reindeer. I think they moved Santa's house over there to the market. So for those going to the market can check that out because it was kind of in jeopardy where it was sitting there in the park. Mm -hmm. Long story. Won't get into that. Uh, Annette, thank you. (laughs) Awesome stuff. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon. 
Folks, Annette Dennis is our community reporter in London, Ontario, bringing some really cool stuff. If you want to check out those dates, you need the refresher, go to the blog, ami.ca slash Kelly Co. We visit with our community reporters on Mondays and Tuesdays right here on the program. Up next, after this break, independent living skills specialist Leanne Barda brings us a holiday fun guide with tips on uh, tree trimming, personalized gifts, and seasonal sensitivity activities for kids with sight loss. We'll get into that in a moment. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.